Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, August 12th, and I am here with Mr. Oldwell to go over a NBA slate that we're scratching our heads about. But I am Joe Tawadi, by the way, affectionately known as Coach, and we uh, thank you guys for tuning in to DFS Coach Talk today. Shane, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm great. Yeah, they're winding down these uh, bubble play-in games, and it's it's getting kind of chaotic down there. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to you and our pro Andrew Hansen on a great night last night in NBA. Uh, both of you guys uh, tore it up at FanDuel and especially DraftKings, and had some big uh, takedowns and some uh, some really high finishes in the tournament. So congratulations on that, and uh, really happy. A lot of our members uh, cashed big time as well, which is awesome. Well, thank you, man. And and it was really a team effort. I mean, you and Andrew broke it down so well. It was a great podcast yesterday. And then, you know, we, we've been preaching it and preaching it, but it's never been more, uh, you know, important than right now to really follow that process. And I did the same thing today, uh, you know, besides providing lineups. I, you know, I listened to you two in the podcast. You did great. And then I followed the news like crazy, kept on Twitter, stayed in our Discord, uh, just, you know, making notes, changing lineups throughout the day, because that's the way it, it is right now with everybody sitting and resting and load management and COVID. And I mean, you, there's so many different variables. It's never been anything like this. But, you know, I, I'm proud to say, you know, at Coach Talk here, because we're 24 seven with this sucker, I mean, it's playing to our advantage because, you know, you got to remember everybody's in the same boat trying to figure this out. And the fact that, you know, uh, we were 100% plays on guys like Kyle O'Quinn and Nikhil Alexander-Walker and, you know, just on down the line, guys that you normally wouldn't roster ended up being key, uh, you know, key players. And so it's been great. I'm, you know, I'm so thankful we're doing well. I love the fact that our members are, are knocking it out of the park uh, also. And, you know, jump on a board, dfscoachtalk.com. Uh, perfect time to jump in. You can jump in for a week, a month, or a year, uh, however you want to do it, and just, you know, enjoying the wins. You know, we had a new member uh, a couple days ago, uh, two days in, and already uh, we he and I finished tied for second for 3750 each a couple nights ago. And so, you know, you got to love that ROI on a, a $25 week membership to to join Coach Talk. So come and join us for sure. Uh, our pros, you know, we have the hardest working pros in the industry. And uh, man, we're just, we're having an absolute blast. So we're going to get into this slate tonight. And I'm not excited to really get into it. It's a four game slate. And, you know, I'm just going to say off the, the bat before we even dive in, Shane, is my recommendation, even though we have a great edge and we're hot. Tomorrow, you got to be a little cautious. So I would say scale back just a little bit because as much knowledge as we have at this, as, as close as we're following it, there is a portion of this that is just completely unpredictable. So there's actually, in my opinion, a little bit more variable towards luck with some of this tomorrow as there usually is. Normally, you know, 90% of it is skill and then you have to have you know, some luck to not have somebody twist an ankle or, you know, get three quick files or something like that. But, uh, 
there are so many variables and so many uh, question marks for tomorrow, it's not even funny. So we will go over it, get a good base at least of guys that we can recommend uh, from the podcast. But uh, Shane and I were talking about it, you know, beforehand. And you, you got to tune in tomorrow and check us out in Discord and on Twitter because there's going to be so many so much movement. And, uh, you know, that that 45 minutes before lock, you know, you just got to be in there because the news could change uh, on a heartbeat. I mean, we had that happen the other day with Aiton, like two minutes before the game. So uh, we got to stay all over that stuff. All right, man, before we jump in super quickly, let me uh, thank both of our presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag. It is the place to go for all your sports wagering and casino action. Go to mybookie.ag, use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and you get up to $1,000 match on your first deposit, and you get a $25 free play just for being a listener to Coach Talk. And also tvg.com, number one horse racing site on the planet. Uh, you can go either to tvg.com or go to our dfscoachtalk.com. Click on the banner that says $300 risk-free bet TVG, and that's exactly what it is. You deposit $300, take a, a shot on a horse. If he loses, uh, it is refunded to you by TVG. So take your shot. All right, my man, here we go. We've got four games. Uh, it is sort of cool that we don't have like a super early game, just as a, you know, it allows us to really, you know, weigh it out all day as, before we make that lineup. Uh, so the very first game tomorrow is at 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, and it's only a four-game slate. So I'm not going to go over the injuries and player news because it literally is 50% of the guys today because it's just so out there. So we're going to roll through these uh, four games and give you at least a base so you can reserve some lineups and get some uh, you know, possible uh, cores in there. All right, Indiana Pacers uh, at the Houston Rockets. They're both jockeying for uh, really just position, but nothing tremendous either direction for either one of these teams. So um, what I'll do here is, you know, I'm looking at just the probable lineups and game distinctions for tomorrow. So I'll go over those and then you can break them down for us. So for the Pacers right now, it's saying uh, Brogdon is a game-time decision. Holiday, Aaron Holiday's in. Oladipo game-time. It has Justin Holiday at starting and Miles Turner as a game-time. So we don't know exactly who's going to fill out the rest of that roster uh, because several of the guys, uh, you know, we know T.J. Warren is sitting for sure. Uh, Brogdon, Oladipo, uh like I said, are, are questionable in Turner. So we have to see what that rotation is going to look like. There may be some, some great plays in there and some value guys. I'll let you go over that. And then with Houston right now, uh, uh, we believe Harden plays, but he's listed as game time decision. We know for sure Westbrook is inactive uh, and we have house as game time. Uh, right now they have Gordon, uh, yeah, this has Gordon in, but he's been out with that ankle for quite yeah, some time. Yeah, he's, he's coming back, but he'll be on a, probably a minute Limited. restriction. But yeah, he, probably he is 15. playing. Yep. Okay, yeah. and then Covington and Tucker, it has them in. Tucker, 
he just plays 40 minutes every game, whether it's pickup game outside or whatever yeah. it is. So, all right. Um, you know what? Let me check. I'm going to click on when you're going over this game. I'm going to go to mybookie.ag. There were no lines up yet, but I'm going to double check. Why don't okay. you give us the breakdown Great. on this one? Yeah, so, I mean, on the Indiana side, obviously, I've been calling them the, the bubble goat. Uh, T.J. Warren's out, so that's going to provide yeah. a lot of a lot of usage and production uh, for these other guys. Uh, Brockton might have a chance of playing, but it sounds like he might be out. And same thing with Oladipo and all those other guys. So you're down to guys like Aaron Holiday. So, the, so I think when we break down this slate, you know, we'll give you some recommendations of guys we want to keep on the radar, but they're not necessarily lock and load type guys because this is going to be uh, a moving machine tomorrow as we, uh, you know, we're going to be shuffling things around and looking at different guys. But guys that you want to keep in mind, Aaron Holiday is 4000 on uh, FanDuel, so he's a good value there, and 4600 on DraftKings. Uh, I think we could also take a look at TJ McConnell. Because uh, if we feel like all these guys are out, T.J. McConnell could score, get assists, do a little bit of everything. Uh, he's been playing decent when he's had minutes, and he's only 3,600 on FanDuel and only 3,500 on DraftKings. So he's one of the bat- better early value plays. I agree. Could he's so potential. scrappy, man. He's so scrappy. He is. Yep. So those are a couple of the guys I'm looking at. I don't think I want to really go to their big guys. Uh, you know, I looked at some of their their big guys there. Not really too excited about those guys. Um, and, uh, you know, you could look at Justin Holiday, but, you know, I don't, it just seems like he, he's sometimes not a very good uh, point per minute, you know, producer, you know, even with all these guys out, but he might be able to put up more shots and produce a little more if literally all their other, you know, four top players are out. So yeah. we might have to look at Justin Holiday as well. But I would say right now, assuming that like Brockton's out, if Brockton's in, I, I'd be interested in him at 6,600 on FanDuel or 7,200 on DK. Um, and, and that's really about it. We're looking at Aaron Holiday, TJ McConnell, um, and, you know, keeping those guys on the radar and potentially Justin Holiday. Um, let me, I don't let know. me throw, let me throw a few other pacers in there and then you yeah. can hit the Rockets. Awesome. A couple other guys, I think Goga Batazzi, the big man may play yeah. a decent amount and he's pretty, uh, he's pretty good. I mean, I know it's, we're, we're really digging when we're, yeah. we're rostering some of these guys, but Another guy that that steps up when he does get minutes is T.J. Leaf. So there's another uh, possibility of a guy that you could roll out there. So, again, it's, you know, that's that core group with exactly what you said. I think if we look at those guys and then, you know, follow the news uh, tomorrow uh, throughout the day, I think we'll we'll get a a good feel. But I'll tell you right now, another thing I want to say is money is not going to be an issue with salary tomorrow and you can't let it don't try to fill out your roster tomorrow and maximize and use most of your money because you're not going to be able to do it in a sensible manner i mean if you have a goga or a you know a tj leaf or you, there's going to be multiple guys like that throughout this slate you may build half your lineup with so if you're leaving one two three thousand dollars even on the shelf tomorrow it's not a bad thing because it's just going to be a massive group of, of uh, value guys. And the biggest mistake you can do is try to force in two or three super expensive guys just so you can use some of that salary when it's really not a logical play. So it's a completely different strategy, and you gotta, you got to adjust to it. So give us the rocket scoop, man. 
Yeah, that's interesting you said that about salary because I was thinking the same thing with all this the crazy value plays and the volatility of the slate is, you know, you don't have to spend all your salary. So I agree there. Uh, with the Rockets, like uh, we said, Eric Gordon's, Gordon's coming back, but he's going to be pretty limited. So I don't think he's going to cut into the playing time for a lot of these other guys. Uh, I think James Harden might potentially play. Uh, so that's obviously a huge factor. Uh, I think that, you, you know, you definitely have to consider playing James Harden if he plays, even if you think he's only getting 28 to 30 minutes, he can light it up in that in that time period because uh, they might be just trying to keep him fresh, you know, or, or fresh in terms of uh, staying hot, you know, in terms of uh, not getting too cold and being able to play. So if Harden plays, you have to look at him. He is expensive, of course, 10800 on FanDuel and DraftKings over 11000 um, and then I think also we have to keep an eye on uh, House, whether House is going to play um, because he's still questionable with the toe injury. And if he's out, you can then you're still going to you're going to probably feel a little better about Austin Rivers at uh, 5,500 on FanDuel, 48 on DK is a good price for Austin Rivers. And back Ben McLemore is a really good value yeah. and shooting guard on uh, FanDuel is only 3,900. He's 5,000 on DK. And then you got Jeff Green, who it's kind of funny. He's listed as a center, but I guess for Houston, if you're, you know, over six five, you're a center, right? So, yes, exactly. So, You'd yeah, be so playing the four for. for yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he's a he's a center on uh, on DK. He's forty four hundred, and he's a power forward at only four thousand on Fanduel. So if you get a couple of those guys out, then you can look at Jeff Green as well. Um, I mean, you gotta you gotta like some of these Houston guys. They're the by far the fastest paced team uh, on on this slate. And this Indiana Houston game is probably the fastest paced game overall. Even though Indiana is not a real fast team, but just the fact they have to pace up with uh, with Houston here. So you gotta like this game. It's just a matter of figuring out which value you guys are gonna hit. And I think you can take a look at Covington just because, like you said, it, there's no there's no load management with Covington. He just goes out and gets it done every day. And, and Tucker uh, and PJ Tucker. Too. Yeah, yeah, Tucker as well. Yep, yep. So I do like Covington. He's 6,800 on both sides. Um, so that's kind of what's going on with Houston there. But I guess it's going to come down to that Harden news of whether uh, if Harden's out, then you're probably loading up on several of these guys, you know. So it's going to be interesting to see if he's going to play or not. Yeah, I, I'll tell you one guy. If Harden sits, I absolutely love Chris Clemens. Chris Clemens can flat out score. And if he's going to get 30 minutes tomorrow, he may put up, you know, 25 real points. I mean, he's going to let it fly uh, and he can score. So somebody to keep in mind, we have to see if Harden's going to play. I would not touch Gordon on the limits uh, minutes restriction. Uh, Covington and Tucker are both in play if they're going to go. I mean, when D'Antoni plays people, he doesn't usually, uh, you know, take the, the pedal off the or the, the foot off the gas pedal very often. So. We need to check on those guys and you know see what their uh, what their status is. But uh, certainly Austin Rivers remains in play. He's as we know been extremely hot. 41 real points the other night, which was sort of bizarre. But uh, you know so for that you know again if if Harden's out, I can tell you right now I'm going to be lighting up our Discord with the secret squirrel Chris Clemens play right off yeah. the bat because oh, yeah. I'm. I, that guy can fill it up. So, uh, you know, uh, not as, as as adept as we'd like to be as normal, but, you know, we have too many variables here that we have to see, you know, what the news is tomorrow. 
there is an early line on this game. We want to thank our buddies at mybookie.ag. I have no idea how the hell they've created a line when they don't even know who's going to play that much. But uh, right now it's got Houston minus eight and a half. And uh, the over-unders, of course, they, they don't have those up because they don't know who's playing. But it has, uh, you know, it has the Houston team as a pretty prohibitive favorite here. So the line makes me think that maybe Harden will play. But, uh, yeah. you know, let's see what happens there and, and definitely stay in touch with us uh, in Discord. All right, game two is at 6.30 Eastern. It is the Toronto Raptors at the Philadelphia 76ers. Right now, uh, the Toronto Raptors are listed as a five-point favorite. Um, and all they have listed is out right now is Patrick McCaw and Serge Ibaka as a game-time decision. It, it has all their starters in there. We have to see if that's accurate tomorrow. And then on Philly's side, uh, we, we know that uh, – Tobias Harris now is a game-time decision. Al Horford, same thing. So, you know, they have plugged in. Uh, right now is Milton, uh, Josh Richardson, and Glenn Robinson the third. Um, they also have uh, a guy that I think is a great play is, is Alec Burks. That dude likes to shoot, and he is not shy. So... That, you know, as of right now, uh, if Harris and Horford are out, Burks will be 100% lock and load play for me. So give us a breakdown on both sides here if you can. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if Ibaka's out, you got to look at, uh, you know, uh, you could, for Toronto, uh, you could look at Rondé Hollis Jefferson. He's a great value play. I think 3,600 on FanDuel and only 34 on DK. Um, and then also, is it Boucher? Is that the right pr- pronunciation? Yeah, yes, just like sure. Bobby Boucher. Yeah, yeah Boucher. Boucher. Chris Boucher will be yeah. Chalk yeah. City tomorrow. Yeah, he's going to be highly owned. He's 4,600 on both sides, especially if Obaka's out. He he had a big game. Obviously, he gets rebounds, but he scored a lot last game. Uh, showed tough. good potential. And then if you think that they're going to uh, you know limit the minutes of some of their other guys, Van Vliet and Lowry and all this, uh, you know, uh, all those guys, even Siakam, then you got to like Norman Powell if he's going to get over 30 minutes because he was that, unbelievable that guy, the other night, man. Yeah, I mean he's one of the best, really, you know, six mans uh, in the league. Really, kind of flies yeah. under the radar. People so, don't realize how good he is. Yeah, so definitely depending on the news, we were looking at him. He's 5100 on Fanduel and 5300 on DK. He's a good value. And then if you want to go real deep, the rookie Matt Thomas had a little breakout game, had a really yeah. great game last time out. So if if they're pretty much looking to load manage and pretty li- limit or bench all these guys, other starters, and you can look at Matt Thomas as an extreme value play here, 3800 on Fanduel, 3500 on uh, DraftKings. So we're going to have to watch the news on Toronto because there's a lot of value popping up here if they decide because they have nothing to play for at this point. Right. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah, they might play their starters for 20 minutes and then let the other guys run for 28 to 30 minutes or something like that, you know, some of the backups run. Uh, and then on the Philly side, I, I am interested if he's going to get 30-plus uh, uh, minutes. I'm interested in Josh Richardson coming back. He uh, Before he had a game off, he had a really good shooting game with Josh Richardson. If he can score, he can also get defensive stats, assists, rebounds. He can fill up the stat sheet. So he's 5,200 on FanDuel, 57 on DraftKings. And then I'm interested in Alec Burks as well, especially if, like, Tobias Harris and those guys are out. 
Uh, he's also cheap on FanDuel, 4,200. He's the same price, I think, is what he was yesterday, 4,900 on DK. And yeah. then I'm also interested in Al Horford. If I think he can get uh, decent minutes, I'd be interested in him. But we, we don't know if he's going to play uh, for sure yet or not. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to come down to, is to Tobias Harris playing and, you know, what's going on with the Philly guys as well. Um, what what about you? You got any, uh, you got some of these uh, secret squirrels for this game here? <laughs> yeah, I do actually have one. You know what, though? The amazing thing is we usually get so fired up when we find a couple of really good value plays because it allows us to put the guys we want in there. But everybody's a value play tomorrow. I'm telling yeah. you, I guarantee you I yep. leave at least two to three thousand bucks on the table. I know I will. It's yeah. just no doubt about it. Uh, I, the way Matisse Thibel played for Philly uh, in this last game, he, that, that kid is a great defender. He really is. He yep. he had shut Booker down for a while, and then he got in foul trouble. But uh, yep. Thibel uh, is is solid, and and Burks. And then you know if Shake Milton's going to play and wants to score, he could be tough as well. So you know I think those guys are all in play. I I'd agree with you on on Boucher. And uh, again, you know, he's going to be a little chalky, but, you know, I just I don't trust the starters in this game for Toronto uh, to log enough minutes to really make enough of an impact score wise. And sometimes you can absorb that. Like today, one of my strategies was I, you know, with all the value, I played Westbrook and I didn't expect Westbrook to have a monster game, but 40 is a lot. And, you know, it's just not for Westbrook, but. You know, if, if since I could afford him, I figured, hey, if I get that 35 to 40 from him, I'm I'm happy. He'll he'll you know solve that need for me, uh, and he did. That's exactly what he did. He didn't play a ton, but he had like 38 DFS points somewhere in there, 41 something like that, and and was a big part of of, of the winning lineup. So you can, if you think a guy's going to dominate playing 25 minutes in this type of scenario, you can roll him out there you know, a Van Vliet or somebody like that, but uh, it's risky. You know, you just, it's a hit or miss proposition. Uh, You know, with Westbrook, I didn't feel it was that risky because, you know, he's going to play at 9 million miles an hour the time he's out there. So. And one thing uh, I want to mention about this game is it is the first game that's nationally televised for the slate on ESPN. I know that sounds funny, but we're looking for every little thing we can, especially with this slate. And just the fact that, these players, they don't have fans cheering them on, but when they know they're on national television, some of these younger guys that get in there, you know, might get a little bit more hype knowing that they're on ESPN, you know. Uh, so I think that you got to look at that, you know. <laughs> Who knows? You know, it has Joel Embiid as a game time decision, too. So, you know, yeah. I he hasn't been ruled out. Um, so who knows? We got to We got to follow this one very, very closely. All right. Let's go to game three in this. Uh, I need to take a couple of Advil trying to figure, figure this one out. I'm telling you, uh, the Miami Heat uh, at and the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's not at Oklahoma City. It's yeah. in the bubble in Orlando. Uh, it is an eight o'clock Eastern game. And uh, right now, mybookie.ag has the Thunder as a four point favorite over the Heat, which is very interesting. Interesting. Uh, right now, Miami has. Kendrick Nunn and Kelly Olynyk as game time decisions. They both had some minor injuries. The Thunder are possibly sitting 
Nikki, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Daniela Gallinari, Stephen Adams, and uh, Nerlens Noel. And we know Schroeder is not at the bubble. He's back, actually, but I think he has to sit out a game. So, yes, it is. Right now it has Chris Paul in there. I'll give you one guy from this game, and then I'll let you, uh, you know, tear it up. I think you got to watch Lugans Dort and Baisley. Those Dort and Baisley are the two young up-and-comers that dominate play when they're out there. So if they get to go against some of Miami's second string, they could be, you know, two guys that get extended run that have been playing quality minutes. Yeah, Dort's a pretty physical player there. He, you know, he was he was challenging LeBron Small. a little bit when they played him. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he is he is a pretty good solid player. And Baisley's been tearing it up. So yeah, Baisley he's uh, small forward on Fanduel at 4800, and then he's power forward center eligible for also 4800 on DK. Yeah, so if you get most of those OKC guys out, then you can definitely fire up Baisley. I think you could probably play Chris Paul if you feel like he's going to start. And even if he just plays a limited 28 minutes, like like you were saying, he's going to probably produce. Uh, you know, he's the ultimate floor general. Um, so he's going to definitely produce and probably take on a little bit more scoring role as well with uh, some of their uh, high, some of their scores out this this game. So yeah. I think that uh, he's definitely in play. He's he's not super cheap. He's 7,700 FanDuel, 8,200 DraftKings. But, yeah, he's a guy you have to look at. Um, if they have a lot of their guys out, you can look at uh, Mike Mescala is 3,400 or 3,700 on FanDuel and 4,000 on DK. So um, yeah. if you get enough of their guys, their big guys out there, because he's kind of like a stretch, you know, stretch power forward center. OK, and then for Miami, uh, Kelly Olenek has actually played really good in the bubble. So if you feel like he's going to get minutes here, he's only 4,300 on FanDuel and 5,200 on DK. So you can look at him. And uh, Bam out of Bayou, if he's playing, could be another guy that, yeah, he might not get his full 35 minutes like you're used to. Right. But the guy, he can definitely produce in that amount of time. He's at 77 to $7,800 range. And then, uh, yeah, Kendrick Nunn is probably going to be still out. I think he's going to probably maybe play later in the week for the last game. But I think he's yeah. still out. So if Goran Dragic, if, if you think he's going to get some decent minutes, he's around the $5,500 range. He's still decent. And then, of course, Tyler Hero, he's only 4,800 on FanDuel, 5,300 on DK. Um, and then, of course, you got Jimmy Butler as another guy. Do you do you want to pay up for Jimmy Butler? Uh, he, and again, can he produce in a short amount of time? So you have to look at him at 7,900 and 7,800 on DK. Uh, so th- so if I, it sounds like they're going to play their guys. They probably are just going to limit Bam and Jimmy to a little bit less minutes than normal. Um, so it's a little bit difficult to figure that out, but we'll see when the news comes in of who's actually out and who's in, and then we'll, we'll figure that out from there. But that's kind of what we're looking at. Uh, that's what I'm looking at so far here. Yeah, I, you know, I'm with you. I have a, a, I think coaches have a tendency in game situations like this that if they are going to play some of their regular rotation players, it's generally the younger guys to give them more experience and they have fresher legs. I think Tyler Hero is a fantastic play in this game. He's one of my core builds because I think he'll get enough minutes and he's going to be high-level competitor here. Um, so I think Hero, even uh, Duncan Robinson, same thing. I think they get some uh, extended run uh, more so than a Dragic for sure or Butler Autobio. I think those guys will play limited roles, uh, you know, maybe 20 minutes, 
and maybe half at the most. Uh, so, you know, that one thing to consider there are the younger guys. And then from the Thunder, same thing. You know, I, I can't see Paul playing extended minutes. I think a lot of these other guys are going to sit. And I think you got to look at the, you know, the same two on the other side, the rookie guys, Dort and Baisley. Uh, you know, uh, Baisley's first name is Darius, which mm-hmm. happens to be Andrew's son's name. So oh, now we cool. know we know why he he likes Baisley and put him yeah. in his lineup. So shout oh, out! Oh yeah, there. he'll definitely be firing up Baisley tomorrow. Darius, oh, there's, there's <laughs> yeah. no question. I yeah. mean, he named his son after him. He's got to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he knew he was going to be a star in the NBA. Yeah. So, uh, but other than that, I mean, it's it's mainly. Uh, you know, do you want to take some of the regulars uh, specifically for Miami that may get a little less run, um, you know, or or do you want to try to accept 20 to 25 minutes probably from a Butler autobio or uh, in that neighborhood? I can't imagine a scenario where those guys grind out and play a 35 minute game. It just doesn't make any sense. So, uh, you know, again, you got to weigh it. Oklahoma City's not bad defensively. They don't play the fastest pace. So that is a little bit of a deterrent in this game as well for some playing some of the older guys. So I'm going to try roll out some of these rookie fellas that are in the rotation for both sides and, and see if they can step up. All right, a couple things real quickly. Like we said, uh, follow us tomorrow throughout the day. We're on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. You can find any of us there. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic. And Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. And our man, Freddie, is at Freddie Mills 7. So check us out there. If you want to, uh, if you're watching this right now, this is important. If you're watching us on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up and the alarm button so that you can uh, be uh, given the information of when our podcasts go up. Those things help us a lot. They help us, uh, you know, rise up the charts there on YouTube, and that means a lot to us. Uh, Also, if you're listening to the audio version of this, everywhere podcasts can be heard, whether it's iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, iHeart, we're on all of them. Uh, we would ask you to take a second on iTunes, if you're listening to us there, give us a five-star and a quick review. We're going to have a drawing at the end of August for a one-month free membership. And to be eligible, all you have to do is a five-star. And just even if you put one word, awesome, or something like that, uh, then you're, you're uh, possible for that monthly free membership. Instagram, DFS underscore Coach Talk. And again, if you want to become a member, go to dfscoachtalk.com and hit the subscribe button. It'll walk you right through the system. All right, man, we are locking this down with game four, the late night sweat game, nine Eastern. It's the Los Angeles Clippers and the Denver Nuggets. Now, this game is interesting to me, and I'm very excited to hear your take because both of these teams could still move around and play different teams. Now, if you watch the game the other day, the Clippers were tied with five minutes left 
And Doc took out every single player that was any good at all. He played the last, I think the water, the water boy, the trainer, and the three end guys on the end of the bench. And they still won. So <laughs> I, I, what I read, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Mavericks fan, but I read that uh, they didn't want to win because they felt that they didn't want to play the Mavs in the first round. Uh, so that I thought was very interesting. Um, so they're still in the same situation, and so is Denver. Both of these teams could move positions. So based on who they can play or, I mean, who they'll play in the matchups are going to determine, uh, you know, if they really want to bring this game home or not. But right now, this is the game of all of them that has the least guys expected to be out. Um, right now for the Clippers, Pat Bev, we know Montrez Harrell, who is back with the team. Uh, so that spells trouble in the playoffs. He's not playing yet, but he's there. Shamit is out also, and it has Paul George listed as a game-time decision. And I guess Kawhi is, is sort of always a game-time decision, although he's been playing big minutes in the bubble. Uh, from the Denver side, they're still uh, Will Barton, Gary Harris, and Jeremy Grant uh, look like they're going to be out. Jeremy Grant has a small chance to play, but Barton uh, is still out. Gary Harris is still out. So they're, you know, they're going to be a little shorthanded with a guard. So right now, most of the, the players are intact here, and there may be a reason uh, you know, that they both want to win. So this could be the key game of the night. What do you think? Well, it kind of appears like they're going to play the guys and give them a full run, but I'm not convinced of that. Like you said, uh, uh, you know, the Clippers are one and a half game up for the two seed uh, for the Nuggets who are in the three seed there. Uh, so the two seed is going to play the Mavericks. It, but if you can drop down to the three seed, you can play the Jazz, who haven't really been playing that good, you know, and they're missed, you know, they have some guys injured. So. They, yeah, I think both those teams want to play the Jazz. So I think the Nuggets pulled their guys the other night as well in the fourth quarter, yeah, right? They, they took all their guys out. So I, I think that they they like that third spot, which tells me this is really not a competition. <laughs> They're both both teams. They are both want to lose. lose. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. So and then it, it but it, it kind of looks like fool's gold because they're like, oh great, Paul George and Kawhi. Let's say they're both going to play, and all the you know all, all the guys for you know Jokic and. Jamal Murray and all these guys are going to play Michael Porter and you're like great let's fire him up but it, you know you better hope they get uh, a lot of production in let's say 25 minutes because that's probably what they're going to get in in my opinion here um, so I'm kind of looking at you know whether I want to play the stars like Kawhi is pretty cheap on on uh, FanDuel 8700 can he pay that off you know maybe he does still play 30 minutes he's been playing good minutes uh, He's a little more expensive on DK at 9,500. And Paul George is only 7,500 on FanDuel, 8,400 on DK. Paul George, maybe he gets a little more run since he took the last game off there. Um, and then if Shamet is out, then Lou Williams might get a little bit longer run. Maybe they want to get Lou Williams a tune-up game and let him play a little bit more. Uh, you know, So he's $5,000 on FanDuel and 55 on DK. So I'm interested in Lou Williams. And, uh, of course, Beverly and Shamet would be out. So Reggie Jackson's in play as well. As much as uh, Reggie Jackson could be frustrating, he's only 3,800 on FanDuel. So I can see him being a value point guard play there. He's 5,100 on DK. Big discrepancy there. And then you got Zubak, who is – 
pretty much just plays 24 minutes every game on the dot and pretty much yeah. load manage him. <laughs> but he's been he's been productive. You know, a lot yeah. of those games he's getting around 30 fantasy points, I, 25. He crushed the Mavericks. He was 11 for 11 from the field. So yeah, so he's 5900 on Fanduel and 58 on DraftKings. So if you're going to go for a, a, a value price uh, center there. Uh, so I'm kind of looking at all those guys there, but like I said, I'm kind of interested in Reggie Jackson and Lou Williams, just depending on lineup construction and, and you know, but uh, with uh, Shamet uh, kind of gets quite a bit of minutes. So there's quite a bit of minutes and usage available there now, but not really necessarily a lot of usage, but there's a lot of minutes available and someone's got to play them. So I don't know how deep they're going to go in their bench, but uh, you know, I think Reggie Jackson and Lou Williams will get a little bit more minutes here. And then on the Denver side, Michael Porter's probably not going to get a full workload, but he he is good enough where he can produce in a small amount of time. He could still hit value there. So even though he is expensive now at seventy nine hundred and seventy six hundred, wow. yeah, has he gone up? Holy yeah, he's gone up. But I think he might still be worth it uh, because I think he he can still produce uh, in this matchup here. He can still score and do a little bit of everything. And then Jokic Jokic is cheap on Fanduel at eighty five hundred at center. You know, they priced him down knowing that he's kind of probably not going to play a full workload here. And then 9,200 on DK. And then Jamal Murray's still cheap because he just kind of came back. He had that one big game. He's 6,500 on FanDuel and 7,000 on DK. So you have to at least consider these guys, but they do make you a little nervous being that you don't know how much they're going to play. You know, it's going to be, I guess, it's, you know, it's like, can they get, can they get value in three quarters or two and a half quarters or whatever it may be? You know, right. that's basically what we're looking at. So, uh, what do you think? Do you think these teams actually want to win, or do you, do you like any players in this game? It's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this, this one is just really tough. I mean, I, I agree with you on Reggie Jackson. Was it the last game that Paul George sat out the whole game? I, I think so, but uh, I could so, be wrong. All there. these games start mixing together I, in my head because yep. I, I believe – I know he sat the last five minutes of the one game – that they lost, but did they play since then is the question. I think he may have sat an entire game. If yeah, he did, yeah. if he did, then he's a great play because I would think they're going to give him run and he's healthy. So, you know, if that is the case, yeah, then yeah, he, he sat out against Brooklyn. You know, all right. Well, then the George, line. Paul George is probably my top buy up candidate tomorrow. I'm okay. just going to say that right now. Paul yeah. George. Uh, I believe will be 100% owned in all of my cash and GPP lineups. Um, I just this makes sense for him at you know 32 minutes something like that. Yeah. Even 30, he ought to just crush it. Uh, I you know another I got a, a secret squirrel nomination though. Terrence okay. Mann for the Clippers has been getting some extended run in this whole deal and he's been terrific. Have you seen, have you watched him much? I, I haven't actually. I, the point I think guard, I, he's a backup point guard for him, but he's been getting a good run and he's very productive. Uh, just somebody, again, I've got a question for you. Do you think if I call DK and FanDuel and I leave $5,000 on the table, they'll let me carry that over into the first round of the playoffs? Yeah, carry it over? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think, yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> oh yeah, I, okay. I see what you mean now. Yeah, you're saying that if you leave five thousand in salary, yeah, do you get to use that later? Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're gonna let you do that, but yeah, that is interesting. I yeah. can ask, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is gonna be um, interesting if you're trying to leave a couple thousand on the table with your lineup construction. No yeah, doubt. Be um, 
but I, you know, uh, you can also look at secondary flight guys that may end up playing additional minutes, like a Marcus Morris. You know, he could be a sneaky 35, 40 fantasy point guy if he gets a decent run. So you may, you know, we need to follow the news here. I think George is a good payup. I think you're, uh, you know, maybe Reggie Jackson, but he seems to be splitting minutes. I think they're trying to keep Reggie uh, healthy and and fresh. You know, he's a veteran too. Uh, so I think Mann gets a lot of that run at the point guard tomorrow. On the Denver side, um, you know, Jamal Murray played limited minutes the last game specifically. Um, Paul Millsap is a real vet. He's not going to get big minutes. And, yeah, I'm sure they'll protect the Joker. Uh, you know, there's a few sneaky guys, maybe a Mason Plumley. Um, he had a terrific game the last game. And if he gets a, a long run at center, uh, he's extremely efficient when he's in there. He's a good fantasy points per minute guy, uh, Plumley is. So he's a good sleeper guy as well. Uh, my whole team's going to be – I'm going to have seven sleepers and Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm going to have a nest of secret squirrels in this game. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, but that's really – I mean, that's it mainly. I mean, again – the, the great part about the fact what FanDuel made the decision this year to go back to late swap last year, they didn't have it. And it's so much better. I mean, situations like this, it's important, you know, and I would say right off the bat, make sure you roster a few guys from this Clippers Denver game. So you're able to switch out flip flop. If you have anybody, you know, that the, the news breaks as the time, you know, through the day is going. So again, not just follow us on Twitter, and, and discord before lock, but we have, you have to ex- almost treat it like there's four games, there's four separate locks because all four games are at a different time. So you have to follow the one game, listen to the news, follow the next game right on down the line. If you really want to maximize and not take a zero or close to it with somebody, that's the way you have to manage it. So that's what I would do in each of these uh, cases tomorrow. You know, try to latch on, dig into a couple of key plays and then forget about salary and just roster the guys you think have the highest potential to get enough minutes to score, uh, you know, well. And it doesn't have I mean, again, the other thing that's going to be, you know, nothing to really look at tomorrow is did the guy go 5x or 7x or 8? I mean, it's everybody. A lot of the guys you play are going to be cheap. So. 5x isn't going to be good tomorrow. You've got to get guys, you know, that you're putting in there, you know, 4,000 that are going to have, you know, possibly 40 fantasy points, you know, get you 10x. So there's, it's a different philosophy and strategy. Don't let, you know, some of the things throw you and then just stick with us through the day. We're going to give you the best chance, just like we did the last few days. I mean, we've been killing it as, as stressful as it is trying to figure these things out. It's obviously giving us a big edge, and so you know, stick with us and follow through on that. What else you got? I think that's it. I think we're we're excited to get to the the rest of the news and as the lineups come in and the who's actually out and who's in. And I think there'll be some more good plays that will develop. Um, there'll probably be a few chalky you know value plays, but it's kind of figuring out which guy if you are paying up for which guy do you think is actually going to play. 
and will produce in the you know limited amount of time that a lot of these guys are playing because there's no obvious stars on here that we say this guy is going to play 38 minutes let's lock him in like a Damian Lillard or something like that right, right. so there's no obvious place so that makes it uh, I think really digging into the research and trying to figure that out is going to gain an edge for us there uh, you know as, as we get closer to, to lock time uh, for later today. Uh, yeah, because it's nothing. There's nothing real obvious on the high end on this one. You know, maybe maybe Paul George is that guy, like you said. But other than that, yeah, I agree with you 100. Yeah. yeah, I played in the two 222 dollar tournament. There were 157 uh, people entered, and it goes to show you how smart people are. Do you know that Dam- Damian Lillard was 90.9 percent owned? Nine yeah. out of ten of us in a 157 man tournament had Damian Lillard. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. You don't often see that high of a number, but that goes to show you uh, how good he's playing. I want to take just a real quick second before we close to give a big shout out to some of our members that sweat out the whole slate with me tonight as I was trying to take down some of these tournaments. And I did have a few takedowns and so did Andrew. Uh, absolutely. And, and I know, you know, you did well as well. But uh, some of the fan, uh, some of our members that were in there with us, Broncos fan 001, we had of course Brenton, our our Seattle man, DJ 90501 was there with us, sweating it. Justice, of course. And I want to know why Justice gave two goat symbol. It says at Andrew Hansen, goat goat. Nothing for coach. <laughs> Zero. Not even a mention, but I still love love you, Justice. That's okay. But I had to to call you out. Uh, Then we've got, uh, let's see, who else was in there with us? Gang, uh, G-A-N-G, he was was in there fighting. Uh, We have, let's see, just hang with me. Alpha Sigma 74, he was in there fighting. Um, We also had... Don't want to leave a few. The Good Wrench 12, you know, Good Wrench, he was riding with us, rooting like crazy. Good vibes, we always talk about in there. Of course, our man Jay Jordan 420, Shrek 85, big shout out to you. Then I've got all, because I always put all these GIFs or GIFs, whatever you want to call them in there. So that's why I'm having to scan up. That was, I think, the main group. Did I forget anybody that was in there sweating with us tonight? Let me see here. Last look through. Yes, Ram, R-A-M, our man Ram. He was in there giving us some early, uh, before I put my Snoop Dogg doing you know, his deal in there when we hit a few homers early on. And uh, that's it. Our, our guys from our team, Leighton and Brett, and Andrew, yourself, Dawson, my, and we were all in there fighting and scratching to take some stuff down, and we'll conti- continue to do that. And I, I want to give Andrew and you a big shout-out, uh, specifically Andrew, who just called it out and called it out. Kyle O'Quinn went almost a triple-double today, 45 fantasy points, and uh, wasn't crazy-owned either, so – it was definitely yeah. a key element I, to, to building it. No, that was a great call out when he brought that up. I was like initially a little bit skeptical. I was like, oh man, I, like I know this guy can produce, but I was still a little nervous about it. And it paid off big time that we, we stuck with him because he was, yeah, he was low owned and he and he just went off completely. And that he, he's just like one of those, he reminds me of like Charles Oakley or something. He's just an old, he's like an old man street baller kind of guy. He just, yeah. he doesn't care. He hasn't played in forever, really extended minutes. 
He just goes out there and just hustles and just outworks people, you know. Yeah. So he's he's old school. You forget how good these guys are, man. Just to make a oh, roster yeah. is incredible. So yeah. uh, one thing I wanted to me- uh, mention, as we do every day, our charity of choice here is MambaOn3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. Wonderful charity set up uh, by the Bryan family. So tomorrow is Wednesday, which is Double Header Wednesday. It is, we're, we're doing this sort of in the middle of the night, so it sort of is today, but uh, we will have two shows tomorrow. Andrew and I doing back-to-back uh, basketball, of course, which we do seven days a week. And then we have our weekly PGA show, which uh, we're not going to have as many good guys in there. So we're going to be scratching the, the bottom of the barrel to make a lineup this week. But you know what? Sometimes those are the weeks that you can get after it. So uh, we had a tough finish for a few of our guys last week. Kepka, Phil, Phil, and Shoffley and a few guys. So we're looking to rebound in the PGA. So catch us for both podcasts. Uh, they will come out uh, early evening for golf and then late evening for the NBA. Anything else, my man, Shane? Oh, I think we're good to go. Back-to-back nights. Yeah. You double two days in a row. Thanks again for covering for me for my my power outage or uh, internet outage. It ended up being out from uh, from 11 a.m. until 7:30 this morning. So I was losing my marbles, man. I couldn't communicate with anybody. I couldn't even the phone was so slow because of the outage. I couldn't even see how I was doing in the standings. It was I was ready to go nuts but everything's back to normal now so we're good to go all right fantastic final word no let's i say let's crush it yeah exactly you beat me to it man yeah well fantastic thanks so much for joining us uh we hope that again it's it's a tough slate to it'll be like that the next couple of days until the playoffs start on monday when the playoffs start on monday it's it's the real deal we'll be good to go but let's take advantage of that tune in uh join us dfscoachtalk.com and we will see you tomorrow when we have a double header for both basketball and golf And and we'll look to crush it in DFS.